0: about time cube later but i think this is a good spot to start the episode okay (laughs) yeah yeah um hello my name is dale flashpoint and this is club flashpoint and i would like to introduce you to the wonderful person that hosts the show with me and their name is faden cross
1: hi i'm faden yeah it's another month of club flashpoint where we played some video and some game and some games i I did both i think i did both of I've been on big movie mode. Oh, man. Recently, I've seen like so many movies. Yeah. And that's not games though. They're good movies. I'm sure you uh <laughs>
0: probably have son- seen some of the same ones that I've seen cuz I've seen some of them with you. But anyway, games. Games. <clears throat> Dale, what have you been playing this month? I've played a really good game this month. Um and it's a game that I've had my radar on since Radar's going to be relevant with this game, you'll see. Oh, <laughs> very foreshadowing!
1: Check off radar. Uh,
0: Check off the radar. Anyway, three sisters radar. <laughs> the uh, Nintendo Switch Direct that I first saw this game on was, I think, a year ago at this point. The game's called
1: In Other Waters. Uncle Vondar.
0: Yep. Uh, In Other Waters is, I would at this point describe it as a minimal Metroidvania.
1: Uh, Minimalist, but for Metroidvania. Metroidvania. Yeah. Finally, the the modernists have come for it. The modernists have come for the Metroidvania, and it's here.
0: (laughs) It takes the place uh, of a bio-explorative, planetary, alien... Discovery. The Minimalist Adventure takes the shape of this adventure onto a foreign planet, and you're, the, the, the planet is an ocean world. So you're going underwater in this dive suit that is controlled by the AI player character. Okay. But the dive suit is inhabited by an NPC who is Ellery Voss, a doctor who has come to this planet to find her former co-worker, Dr. Minet. The first person to step foot into this ocean world.
1: Okay, so the original discoverer just missing. Gone. Don't know what happened to him. How big is the ocean planet? Like, is it, like, very huge, explorable?
0: Like, it seems very vast. All right. Uh, I think I'm only about uh, a third of the way through at this point. I tried to get further and I thought, you know, this is going to be a short game. But, oh no, oh no, (laughs) I'm going to get some fun out of this. Uh, So,
1: you said it's a Metroidvania. What, like, type of abilities are you getting to unlock different areas? What are your modes of traversal? Does it feel good to move around? Because when I think of Metroidvanias, I think of, like, Hollow Knight and how good it feels to just dash around or crystal dash or jump and hop. No. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) This is where it takes a Metroidvania and turns it on its head. Oh Yes, you are progressing through this world and unlocking new abilities with the suit, with the aliens that inhabit the planet, learning how to harness them to change the terrain. Which, Mm -hmm. by the way, I haven't said this yet. Minimalist, I've kept hinting at that. The entire interface is represented as a sonar screen.
1: Oh. Where you're looking
0: at the circular map uh, of the sonar. And then you can zoom the camera out. And from from there, you can see the topography. Simply the topography of this ocean world.
1: Okay, so you're seeing like rocks, peaks,
0: valleys, and just but only represented by lines and colors.
1: All right, so they haven't. They don't need to have any like graphics rendering it at all. You just you just. operate by sonar map you just
0: operate by sonar map so the circle your map you send out a pulse and see this these flashes of yellow light up and it's the aliens and the 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 wildlife that that this planet has beneath its ocean Mm -hmm. and you'll see little dots it's all just dots and specks of bright yellow and then as I get kept uh, progressing in the world, the colors started to change. Different parts of the ocean are represented by deeper hues of orange or green mm-hmm. or brighter hues of yellow and sometimes white light.
1: Okay, so it's very like expression uh expressionistic. Expressionist.
0: Yeah, expressionist and kind of Vivid abstract colors. but not abstract. It's a very familiar, like nautical interface. Okay. Uh, As you go, your suit will pick up samples of the world and the samples are documented back at this base where you can read the entries that Ellery Voss puts together as she discovers these new biological entities never before seen by human eyes.
1: That's awesome. It's
0: so cool. And the more samples you bring back, the Mm -hmm. more diary entries you can read from Ellery. And finally, if you get enough samples, you get to see her sketch of the alien creature.
1: Ooh. It's so
0: fascinating. So, I'm going to okay. be driven to collect as many samples as I can and yeah, fill out catalog the all the beasts. Yeah, yeah. If you're into any kind of biology at all, just reading what Ellery has to say about the. Foreign and alien wildlife is so much fun. It brings us so much satisfaction when my partner and I play it together. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: you also mentioned you love the music, too. Oh, the music
0: is alien. (laughs) It is so... Like, it's these synthesizers and uh, almost no percussion. Okay. But... But you can feel the pulses in the in the synthesizers, and that kind of creates a percussive, almost heartbeat to the waters that you you as you explore. You'll hear the rushing and whooshing of things. And well, then, it's like
1: waves ba-ba. kind of have a heartbeat to them too because they are pulsating. Yeah, like the sensation of waves and oceans going through. You can feel like pulses it's so, so that sounds like it mixes in with all of that
0: the entire soundtrack is on youtube i even recommend listening to that if you don't play the game it's just so cool it, it's <laughs> it's an ambient kind of alien world represented in audio
1: pulses i love that that's cool yeah. i maybe should check that out that sure, sounds sure. like i mean oceans kind of scare me low-key just I'm generally concerned about being in the did ocean. Did you watch I get...
0: Spielberg's Jaws as a youth? No. I did, and that's why I'm afraid of oceans.
1: <laughs> I'm just afraid of oceans because um, it, it's one of those things where it's the unknown. Growing up around shallow, freshwater lakes, I could do the deep end, but...
0: Like in a swimming pool?
1: Or like in a lake, like in a deep lake where it just kind of drops off, but I know oh, there's yeah, not... Yeah. A ton of wild creatures in there that want to get my ass. But there's seaweed. There is seaweed, and that does creep (laughs) you out.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, In Other Waters, I think it's on Steam as well as... Here, I can tell you right now. In Other Waters is available on Steam, the Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows, Mac OS as well. So you can play it if you, uh, I'm going to say it, have sold your soul to Apple.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 because Microsoft, monopolistic Microsoft is a much better corporation. You know, I pick
0: my battles, <laughs> and this is what I'm
1: this not going to win. This is how I pick the battle. Yeah. Fuck them both. <laughs> oh, yeah, if
0: only I could not spend money. Right, that's games. the thing.
1: Like, I can choose, like... Can the... I just
0: send the money right to the developer? Like, no. Like, who put the code <laughs> together? They get my paycheck. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, like, in a sense, like, I don't care. I'm just getting, a game, like, an Xbox because I... have game on my Xbox.
0: Yeah. I get a Switch cuz I game on my Switch. There it is. That's all it's it's I'm at the same flavor
1: <laughs> I'm at the <to> same PC.
0: <laughs> I mean, Microsoft PC. There it's like right. Xbox. I have a PC game because pass for PC.
1: <laughs> I have a uh, a PC because that's where all the games are for me. That's the games I want to play. I mean, I guess I could have a Apple for audio editing but i only do podcasts and i just need audacity so it's fine
0: shout out to audacity free for life love that
1: yeah it's not it's nice yeah it's free it's free it's free and it works well (laughs) it
0: works very well it does what it does what it advertises
1: do you want to know i've been playing dale
0: i would fade in fade in what (laughs) game
1: have you been playing i mean i have told you but i've been playing phantom brigade have a good mech man ever since i started getting into original series gundam yeah it's like you're it's like you're doing the white base thing escaping the forces and doing hit and run tactic hit and run guerrilla warfare um it is a tactical turn-based mech game where you are this ragtag group of resistance against a, a fascistic force i guess it's very vague it's not i don't really care about the story that much it's just a lot of fun to play it's published by Brace Yourself Games. They think they made um, Rise in Industry, or um, it's like a it's like a city management game. It's like Rise oh, of Industry, okay, okay. And oh, they made um, Crypto the Necrodancer.
0: No shit, I love that game.
1: Yeah, and Cadence of Hyrule, also a good game. Cool, cool. So it's wild that they made this like really cool mech game, and they cite like Gund- Gundam ms 8 team as their big inspiration for this game.
0: I love that series. Yeah. That's probably my favorite.
1: That's your favorite? My I, favorite Gundam. My favorite, I think is the original right now. I, I've only really seen three.
0: It only gets better.
1: I've seen Under-Blooded Orphans. That which is good too. Which from Mercury, which is good.
0: Oh, I should watch that one, yeah.
1: You should watch that yeah. one. It's good. I like it. It's Dueling School. Dueling School. <laughs> oh, great. It sounds, at first I was like, mm, and then it, really
0: won me over. All right. You should watch the one that's just like Gunpla where they just build and brawl little robots.
1: <laughs> Isn't that like SD or like No, that's Star. totally different. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's its own thing. I, I don't, don't know I don't Gundam. Know Anyways, it. um but Phantom Brigade, it's really cool. You have to plan out your actions. Like you choose, "Hey, this mech they're going to run. They're going to shield when the enemy fires at them because you can tell all the enemy's movements. And you just plan out every five seconds. Oh, man. This is... Which is really cool. It's five second intervals. You plan it out. You hit execute. And the action goes. Off to the and races. You, you, can, you can also hit replay. Watch different things happen like from different angles. Okay. It's very detailed. I feel incredibly dumb playing it. I feel like I can't explain it too well right now because I... I'm still learning. This feels like a game where you need to sink in, like, 20 hours to fully get what's happening.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Mostly I just focus on hit-and-run guerrilla tactics. Okay. I have a sniper who is constantly backstepping away from the enemies, stopping, taking some pot shots, and nailing them. They have a good sniper, and they are just deactivating mechs left and right. But then I have another person. Concussive damage. (laughs) Yes, yes. I have another um, trooper who just runs the other direction from the sniper and starts launching rocket launchers. (laughs) And they get, like, halfway across the map. A lot of collateral damage. You don't want to try to destroy buildings too much because you're trying to liberate your own country. Right, right.
0: Save the good people, but destroy the bad people.
1: Right, you want to destroy the Mex, but you don't want to destroy people's homes. They need a place to live after you free them. Obviously. And I don't know if there's a mechanic, like... They'll be against you if you don't, or if you destroy buildings, if you just don't care. Haven't got that far. Haven't got that far. One of my favorite mechs, yeah, it's just big shield and
0: machine gun. Machine gun? Oh, man. You're a lot further than I am. I picked it up, too, because you were talking about how good it's it is. It's so
1: good. How are you liking it so far?
0: I love... It feels like Into the Breach, but with nine million more options to consider. Yes. And in, in the best way possible, too. I'm so excited to sink more time into it.
1: It's just so good. It's I, I love that like, in the world map, you have your little mobile base, which is yeah, just a white base. There's that radar again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it has a radar. Yeah. You know, This is the radar episode. The radar episode. There it is. This, there it is. Boom. Does
0: Bayonetta have a radar? In some... Anyway.
1: <laughs> not really. No. No? It has a mini-map. <laughs> like most games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is a mini-map not just a slimmer radar? Eloquent. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. Um, Phantom Brigade's Phantom good. Phantom Brigade's good. It's just good. <laughs> I like customizing all the parts. Changing the colors of the mech, I make sure each mech has their own distinct bright color. Sick! I want to start getting into like coloring different parts of the mech different colors to like complement it because right now I'm just kind of lazy. I'm just doing the monotone thing. Yeah, yeah. But I need to do just different color schemes. I'm kind of excited to get into the cosmetics aspect.
0: <laughs> it's deep. I've toyed around just, just, a, just a tiny bit. You
1: have so many options and equipment, body armor, just like the chassis, oh, everything. Yeah. Damn. <laughs>
0: elevator pitch time
1: it's time for the elevator pitch oh man so here at club flashpoint we do an elevator pitch which was inspired by the story of how kingdom hearts got made
0: it it is indeed
1: (laughs) dale's favorite game series kingdom Kingdom hearts
0: Hearts, notable uh the best the best iteration of legend of zelda ocarina of
1: time (laughs) yes um is legend of zelda ocarina of time an rpg
0: Okay, no. <laughs> it's just an adventure game.
1: Right. Some people say otherwise, and I'm like, I don't... No, it's an no. action game.
0: Action adventure game. That's... It's... Anyway. Item RPG. You get experienced
1: by items. <laughs> okay, get over yourself. <laughs> Dale. Me. It's going to have 30 seconds. Only 30. To pitch the concept of Bayonetta to a uh, producer of some sort. I'm not going to name anyone specific anymore. Okay. Or, or this time. Not this time. I don't got anyone. You're pitching it to Steven Spielberg. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. On your mark? <clears throat> reason why Dale's doing this. Yes. My Touchstone game. Right. We're 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 gonna have a string of my touchstone games. That's just because the calendar worked out that way. This is how the calendar works out. We want to play some bigger games when we don't want to go camping. Yes. <laughs> All right. On your mark. Get set. Go.
0: All right, Spielberg. Think big. Big boobs. Big legs. Big guns. Big everything. Big gods. Big. Just it's the mm-hmm. it's gonna be the biggest thing you've ever seen. Hair, big hair surrounded by big energy of big women who are big and strong and burly. And it's just a beautiful, a bodacious, bombastic, uh, bouquet of, I'm out of B words, uh, (laughs) but uh, it's... (laughs) it's so just big the energy is big and it's off the charts, and I'm here for it.
1: Now, I, I I I think I have a personal quibble.
0: Oh,
1: um, I don't think Bandana's burly. I wouldn't describe her okay. as burly. Did I say burly? You said burly. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: but here's my defense for that.
1: The, I would also say she doesn't have big boobs. Her boobs are normal size, too.
0: Honestly, they're small compared to the rest of her boobs. She has
1: a big ass.
0: <laughs> she has a huge ass. Yeah. Uh, and 5,000 foot long legs. Yeah,
1: Platinum Games, uh, developer of this wonderful gem of a game.
0: I still need to defend my stance for Burly here. Okay. Before you get to Platinum Games. Uh, okay. You know those big attacks where Bayonetta takes off all of her hair and a portal opens up and this huge, like, Burly, meaty hand comes out?
1: But that's not her being Burly.
0: It's a burly energy. Okay. Brought to the B word. What's a noun? It's brought to the boat. boat boat. man i was going for uh, alliteration there and i you got know, most of it
1: i think we can ship a theseus this so this is devil may cry but better it is devil <laughs> it
0: absolutely is do you know why it is it's devil may cry but better
1: because hideki kamiya is the director of the game yeah and he got a chance to just do what he did but better Do you know how um, Devil May Cry came about, too? This is an interesting lineage that's going to line up for next month. I do know how Devil May
0: Cry came about, and it uh, is a picture that I showed you earlier in the month. Uh, Devil May Cry came about because Hideki Kamiya is just a badass and has been since birth. And the picture uh, I'm showing Faden right now is a picture of Hideki Kamiya as like a 16, 17, maybe 18 year old boy standing next to his mother, who's also very stylish, too. Yeah, definitely can see where it comes from. Hideki has slicked back hair, Mm -hmm. his true Yakuza perm going and full flex. He's got the fade going. He's got the British (laughs) flag Fingerless gloves and full leather biker jacket. It's and he so is good. just he's smirking. He's like, I know I look good.
1: Um and it also came about because it was a Resident Evil four prototype that they oh, were no like, shit. Oh, this is too actiony. <laughs> we're gonna try <laughs> this to isn't scary. turn this into something else. Okay. And, and that's it how Devil May Cry came about, and boom, Bayonetta.
0: Oh my gosh. Also, and this is also relevant because next month yep. Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is perfect. Because Kingdom Hearts was a fun action game. Yep. Bayonetta, I think, is a more streamlined version (laughs) of the fun in Kingdom Hearts. Hold on. It's
1: a way better action game, is what you mean. (laughs)
0: Okay, fair. I will just say that. (laughs) It's a a way better action game. It's a way
1: better action game. I love Kingdom Hearts too, but it has nothing on Bayonetta. It's two thousand and six. It was great. It has history. Well, it's not that the fact that it's old, it just like it has nowhere near the style. That Bayonetta has. I'm
0: going to say zippers, and you're going to say, okay.
1: Zippers, okay. Okay. <laughs> you, okay, you're right. Joseph Joestar, how did I know
0: what you were going to say?
1: <laughs> the zippers are cool. It does have style. But that's like comparing Pluto uh-huh. to
0: Jupiter. Okay, okay. Pluto's cool. <laughs> right. Jupiter's cool, but bigger. Jupiter's big. <laughs> it's the coolest planet. <laughs>
1: cool. <laughs>
0: And that is exactly why Bayonetta is cool. It's the biggest game. Don't kill
1: Jupiter in Bayonetta. I recommend not doing that. I don't kill Jupiter? Wait, what? You can. You can accidentally blow up Jupiter if you fuck up in Bayonetta. Oh. oh. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're talking about. So, Platinum Games developed Bayonetta, and they'll do a string of action games that will never compare to uh, Bayonetta 2. Honestly, they won't. Bayonetta 2? Oh, I thought you said Bayonetta 1. <laughs> <laughs> and Bayonetta 1. Bayonetta 1, I it's amazing. Like, overall impressions. How do you how'd you feel about playing? Oh, sorry. Bayonetta. This is why this is my touchstone game. Your touchstone game, yeah. Tell me about why. It's something that over the years has evolved over time for me. Why Bayonetta is important to me. At first it was like. Oh, I've never seen anything in a game like this before. I I played the uh demo for P- PS3 yeah, over and over and over again. And it's the part where you like fight angels in Vingrid the first time, and then you fight the one angel on the bridge, and then you fight Jean in the throne room in the, in past. the throne room, yeah. <clears throat> and like as soon as I played that throne room scene, I was like Oh, the music's cool. The, like, screen filter's really cool. Yes! The battle's cool because nothing's better than fighting someone with your exact same exact moveset. Same powers, yes. Oh, my yes, God. It's just strength. And it's like, oh, you're fighting for the witch throne. I'm just like, damn, I've never seen, oh, this is so cool. And it's like, and I'm like, it's, it's also pretty, like, at, at first I'm not, like, really super phased. Like, I'm like, oh, it's really silly that she gets nude. haha. And then as I, like, go through college and stuff, I actually play it for the first time. I didn't play it. At all when oh, I, just, uh, the demo? I that just the demo repeatedly, okay. and I was like, damn, Bayonetta is just so cool. And this is like kind of like a drag show, I'm realizing. Yes, <laughs> and now like playing it again, I'm just like, I figured out what, like, why Bayonetta really spoke to me. And I'm like, I just kind of want to like embody some of her into myself. Like, that's like the type of like femme I want to take into me, like her sort of style, and I really love it. <laughs> and like it was like ah oh, damn these games are cool they're really stupid sometimes it's but cool they're cool to be hot and then i think <laughs> think about bayonetta 3 oh and i'm just we'll save it probably for the end but i'm just so i get so mad sometimes oh. <laughs> the <Okay>. dualities
0: <laughs> the, the, there's two bayonettas inside you
1: bayonetta 2 is like in the top 5 my favorite games of all time all right like maybe in top 3 wow yeah, it's ever. Ever. Bayonetta 2 masterpiece. Don't use that lightly. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> Some notes, but not many, not which many. is the point. Yeah. <laughs> There's always notes. You There's can always notes. do something. You gotta better. say something. Yeah. Um so yeah, Bayonetta, really great. Also, I think it was a gateway to JoJo for me. Oh, okay. The I can see it. It's just like the Vogue poses. It all has a lineage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how'd you like it
0: overall? Woo! Um, well, as a straight male, I had a really good time with it. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say that. Yes, Bayonetta gets naked a lot. Um Her ass is so lovingly rendered. It's it it's probably ha it probably has as many pixels as um m- some of those enemies do.
1: Yeah, uh, um I in college. Yeah. Um I was always told <laughs> That she has more polygons in her ass than she does her face.
0: That's believable. <laughs> I, I do believe that without a doubt. Yep. Um Another interesting feature of Bayonetta's physique I would like to draw attention to is... Her burliness? Her <laughs> her burliness, which is represented by her legs, uh-huh. which are four times, I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> four times the length of her torso. It's incredible, and there are several moments in the game where she's crouching drown and she just looks like a spider. It's yeah. hilarious. yeah let's talk about
1: Bayonetta as a person and design right it's, away. She
0: is the embodiment of fashion, high fashion, mm-hmm. super just as as stylish as you can be at but, all times.
1: but it's also mixed with b d s m and kink
0: totally kinky.
1: It is like because her 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 outfit is kind of like this. It's almost like a catsuit. A little bit, a little bit. Um, or, yeah, catsuit. I can't remember. There's so many names for those latex suits. Which one? Zentai is full body. I think catsuit is head open. Okay. I,
0: I'm just talking out of my ass, really. Because it's because her hair is what makes right. up her outfit. So you she can has can a see beehive where...
1: like style hair. She has a beehive bun.
0: Yeah. That is just full of demonic energy.
1: Yeah. Her hair is her clothes. It's so cool. And her hair is her means of summoning demons from Inferno.
0: Yes. And these demons kick fucking ass.
1: She wears uh, glasses because she's also a horny librarian type. She's very much a, like, mommy. Is that why? (laughs) I think so. She's like like a posh, like, mommy, like, dearest, like, sort of, like. Yeah, yeah. High society. I'm going to step
0: on you. Right. And and you're going to want me to she steps on many enemies she steps okay.
2: on... <laughs> signature move yes it is
0: <laughs> she steps on many uh allies too yeah at least one yes yes
1: um <laughs> she's voiced by someone who <laughs> well okay so short controversy voiced by helena taylor A lot of weird stuff has happened with that. True. There's a whole bunch of things. doesn't matter to get into it, really. Basic highlights is voice actors should just be paid more in general, regardless of anyone's political views. Yeah,
0: that's the takeaway from it. That's
1: just the ultimate takeaway. She makes the voice a Bayonetta. She truly does. Pay your talent. Right. Pay your talent, even if she has repugnant political views. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeesh. Replaced by Jennifer Hale, doesn't do a great job in three, honestly. Oh, no. It, it, there's just such a sense of, like, it's posh, but it's also very vulgar.
0: Oh, okay. Like, a different kind of...
1: In Helena Taylor. No, like, in the original performance of Bayonetta, it's like, don't fuck with a witch. Yeah. Or... <laughs> what's... <laughs> it's... <laughs> so it's, many... time <laughs> it's time to go Zoom. It's time to go Zoom. As she shovels her finger. middle finger into the ignition of a motorcycle. Yes. It's like that is lost in three. Oh, it's not as profane. It's not as profane and it it's not as sexy. Okay. Yes. Bummer. Bummer. But enough about three. One, how do
0: uh, how do we... Uh... One, we should just talk about the story. <laughs> One opens up with a 10 out of 10 combat action scene. I just had my yell moment. I saw the beat go.
1: <laughs> it is a 10 out of 10. It's like you're falling on a broken clock tower.
0: Yes, and you're clinging to the pieces as they go, and you're just shooting and fighting and break dancing and kicking and shooting. and
1: Bayonetta's with her friend Jaune. Yeah. And they're like, Back-to-back, they go back-to-back to back, and it's just an army of angels and set to some just it's some, some this... of the most intense like yes yeah, so the music is some of that it is the era of Epic choir music starting to kind of get bad, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Bayonetta's does not do that. I honestly don't think so. It's like it understands the melodrama behind music like that mm-hmm. in the same way John Williams did for Star Wars, where it's like, of course I'm going to do like epic choir music. Why the fuck not? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> this is the height of melodrama. <laughs> oh shit, we're gonna get copyright strike. <laughs> um. <laughs> piece. <laughs> <These. laughs> uh, uh pulling my pulling my collar as I'm thinking about the oh, music we no. have in
0: all of these episodes. <laughs> no, we're fine. We don't, we don't sell these.
1: It's fair use. Yeah. Struck? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> um yeah, opening sequence very good. Also the opening sequence for Bayonetta pretends to be a nun. The second opening sequence. The second in
0: <laughs> the real not real, but second the present day the pre- one. There you go.
1: Because the, the 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 um, the falling clock tower one has the old timey filter on. Yeah, so you can tell by the second opening that oh, that was probably a flashback. Right, or you can even kind of tell like in the beginning too. It's you know pretty good visual yeah, storytelling, yeah. visual cues. Yep, if you watched movies, I've seen one. I've seen one or two. Only one. Oh yeah, is it your shirts movie? Have you seen two movies? <laughs> I've seen I hate to break it to you. I've seen three.
0: Wow. I've only seen Doctor Strange Love or I how or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb.
1: <laughs> anyway, I <got> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um Bayonetta's a Nun. How do we feel about Bayonetta Nun Mode? Bayonetta Nun
0: Mode is good because it's like, what is this? This is not <laughs> the person I just was. It did it, and then it's kind of, like, implied, oh, Bayonetta's in this coffin. Bayonetta's dead. And then it's like, no, someone else is dead. They're burying this. Yep. And then here are the angels. The angels are coming for the dead. And then is like, throw off the quaff.
1: No, she doesn't throw off anything. She, she like, sets the ass? book down. Starts kicking ass. Angels, like, pierce her clothing off. And that little Enzo guy's like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, let's talk about Enzo. Her, um... What, My Cousin Vinny Companion? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Big, uh,
0: big wannabe Joe Pesci energy. It there. is
1: big wannabe Joe Pesci energy, but the voice actor brings it enough that it works. It's pretty good. Because it's uh, it's such a shitbag. <laughs> it's a Scorsese
0: character.
1: Yeah, it's a... So, Bayonetta is, I think, a reason probably why it speaks to both of us is because we love movies. Yes. And it just does... Big movie tropes. There's a black exploitation character in Rodan. Yep.
0: Rodan is so perfect. He is the the forger of all of the weapons. And he, every time you bring him some pieces to bring a new weapon, he's like, all right, and it opens up the port of the hell. And it's implied that he's like... Beat the shit out yeah. of demons to get this for you. Yeah. Comes back. He's like, that wasn't easy, but. <laughs>
1: Slams down a shotgun. <laughs> so Slams good. down a katana. <laughs> Slams down a whip.
0: I think this is a great time to ask, what was your favorite weapon? Mm, what my, is your favorite weapon? My
1: favorite weapon is the katana. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was one I used a lot. It's just really good. It's very versatile. I don't, man, I really don't like the weapons as much as I do in 2. There's some things There's I'm just like. better ones in 2. The whip is way better. Okay, okay. The whip is like it feels similar at first, but it's so slow and limited in this game. I really wanted to love the whip. I do like, I do like the guns. The guns is just good. Yeah, Yeah, like you could play the entire game with the starting weapons, which is just she has. Yeah, we didn't describe her guns. Bayonetta has four red guns, two in her hands, two on her feet, and she has those at all times, regardless
0: of what other weapons you pick. And, and they're given to her by Rodin at the very beginning. And he's just... Uh, this is after he's thrown <laughs> so many other pistols from yeah. this coffin that was not actually a dead person. Right. But actually had a bunch of guns in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> during this... Yeah. During the opening cutscene, just, she's just yelling, guns!
0: Yeah. <laughs> guns! <laughs> he keeps throwing more. She keeps shooting all the bullets.
1: Yep. <laughs> Doesn't reload. They just throw more guns. Yeah. You could have just brought magazines. Honestly... But it's cooler with guns. Too much
0: effort to reload. Yeah. <laughs> just throw me more guns.
1: Then finally throws the lollipop and she catches it and just like sensually puts it in her mouth. It's yeah, very we good. We need a
0: moment to be sexy.
1: Yeah. Um. What's your favorite weapon?
0: My favorite weapon is the claws. Lightning and fire. Ah, I didn't like those that much.
1: I wanted to, too. Really? I really? Did, just didn't feel good in my hand. Maybe,
0: Maybe I felt like it was a little bit of the easy mode, too, because they are... To my to my taste, they felt really powerful, and like I could hit some high damage combos pretty pretty uh, successfully with oh, them. I
1: felt they were hard mode for me.
0: Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Huh. So I, could, I don't know. Just they Katana had some really good like which which finishers with the they mm. they turn into like this giant lightning claw or like <laughs> this huge flaming uppercut. It was really cool. Um. I really
1: like the shotguns, too. Um,
0: I feel like there was one I missed because there was a disc I didn't complete. There's a lot you missed. Oh.
1: Like, you can play a chapter a hundred times. What? what? And then you get a new weapon. What? Yeah, uh-huh. complete the game on hard mode. You get a new weapon. Like, there's a ton of weapons. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's, like, like cannons. <laughs> they're, I think, called the Tenet Kilgore or something like that. Lovely. And they're just, like, massive, like, it almost looks like a modern like bazookas. Okay, <laughs> just blast
0: recoilless rocket launchers.
1: Right, pretty much. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of weird weapons. Wow,
0: I'm gonna keep playing that game though.
1: So the general story of Bayonetta is she doesn't know who she is.
0: Yes, lots she of amnesia. Her,
1: yeah, she lost her memory,
0: and she gets little bits and pieces of like, oh, I woke up and killed some things, I think. But that's only after really people start helping her.
1: Right. She also gets visions from this weird dude who's constantly going, the eyes of the world. Yeah, and
0: the weird dude keeps talking, too. Yeah. Like, to her after the visions happen, almost. Sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he, he seems to chime in and activate her a little bit more, Yeah,
0: too. weird.
1: Weird. Anyway, so Bayonetta has one eye of the world. Yes, which is it's the little gem, right at the beginning. Right. It's the gem. She has it like in in the center of her outfit. Is it's a crescent moon. It's a crescent moon, but do you know what it is? It's like a makeup thing, like a yeah. A, like a, what are they called?
0: A compact.
1: Yeah. Yes, it's like, it's like a compact mirror. Is it just called a compact?
0: They abbreviate it to compact. Yeah, compact mirror is what it is, though.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Compact mirror is like ATM machine, huh? Right. <laughs> or pin
0: number or lol out loud (laughs)
2: lmao
1: my ass off (laughs) um so we meet luca in all this mix who has an amazing entrance how would we describe luca (laughs)
0: luca is um a twink is he he's kind of twinky he's got he's his legs are also about four times as long as his torso. He's
1: also fuck boy energy,
0: oh uh, okay, true, true, like uh, I'm here to do what I want. It's my way or the highway,
1: or more just like he's constantly just trying to get laid. I thought no, he's out for revenge, well, that too he he wants two things, but his entry scene is the um being chased by the police falling. Or, like, stopping when he sees a pretty lady. And <laughs> I try- missed, I, did and I miss that? I don't know. Well, it's the very beginning.
0: I've just maybe have forgotten.
1: Probably forgotten it. But he's like, ah. And then, like, flirts with her. And he's like, I got to make my escape. Walks backwards. Falls onto a table and breaks it. Hops back up like nothing happens, holding a rose and gives it to her. That, <laughs> and grapples away. I do
0: remember that. Yeah, he's got the little Spider Man hook.
1: Yeah, he has a he has a grapple hook. He's uh hunting Bayonetta because he believes Bayonetta killed her. His father. Yeah, Bayonetta killed his father. We come to find out no. <laughs> Spoiler
0: alert. That's why you're here though.
1: But yeah. Um so Luca has a whole story of revenge. Bayonetta goes around, fights a few angels. We Let's talk about the angel introductions. One of the thing I love about this game.
0: That's pretty good,
1: yeah. Anytime we see a new angel in a cutscene, there's like a choir music that hits. We get these
0: great heavenly god rays. Yep. And then the angel is spotlighted and presented in a catalog of enemies. Yeah. And it gives like the realm of heaven they're from. Yeah, it's
1: like third sphere, second sphere, first sphere.
0: And then their name, Jubileus, which is like the final boss. Or, or
1: like, I I love most of the names are like Temperance, Compassion, Harmony. Yeah, it's all these. Accord. It's all these, like, heavenly concepts and principles. Yeah. It's really good. Judgment. Beating the fuck out of it. Temperance, Tempora. You
0: throw it on the ground and step on its head.
1: (laughs) And, like, the. Like, the book cover is really cool, too. It's this, like, angelic, like, Oh, yeah, it so, like, closes every time. Yeah, it's so good. Every time. Very cinematic, very <laughs> and, theatrical. Well, it just, like, has... The book closing is so good. I don't know why. I just love it. I, and every game has, like, a new form of it, too. Okay. Because, like, there's different realms that happen. so, the Inferno enemies, they have their own chaos, like, evil book. Ooh. And their evil music. Spooky. Yeah. And... The third one has some stupid technology scroll thing. I don't know. Oh. Anyway. anyway <laughs> nah, I guess I guess sorry. No, it'll just keep coming up every so often. I guess you yeah,
0: you're gonna keep burping up that three.
1: It's gonna keep happening. Just gonna it's right there in my head. Yeah, that, that's what that's what gets
0: us lengthened this podcast is you talking about the third game. <laughs> that's
1: how you get a five star runtime. Yeah. <laughs> Bayonetta meets a little child named Cereza at Yeah, point. what the
0: fuck's up? Cereza's got the same hair as Bayonetta. What's going on? I don't get it.
1: And she has a little doll called Cheshire, and Bayonetta calls Luca Cheshire. It's
0: weird, and she's got, like, the same glasses, almost, except, no, no, never mind. She just wears glasses.
1: She just wears glasses, similar glasses. She can also see angels and stuff, which... Bayonetta has to, like, go into the angel realm in order to fight the angels and see them. Oh,
0: that's a cool thing we should talk about. There's, like, the three realms that Bayonetta traverses the three. There's, like, heaven, hell, and limbo. And Bayonetta exists primarily in limbo. Uh,
1: Yeah, Paradiso and Inferno.
0: Oh, that's what it is. Paradiso and Inferno. Yeah. And do they call it something crazy, like limbium?
1: No, I think they call it... isn't it Purgatory?
0: Purgatory. That makes sense. I could That's be the more biblical or word. Or
1: chaos. It depends on... or It depends on the game, kind of, too. <laughs> the mortal in, realm.
0: In the first one... That, well, the mortal realm is different than Purgatory.
1: True. That's true.
0: Because when you're in Purgatory, you can like see the mortal realm as a shimmery thing, but you don't interact with it directly.
1: Right. Yeah, when Bayonetta goes into the Paradiso realm, all the civilians on the street are just like these translucent shadows it's
0: pretty cool you can like walk up to it and say oh this is this is a guard of like the whatever industrial complex is <laughs> mm-hmm. nearby hmm what's up with that
1: <laughs> it's, it's really cool wow. one of the
0: first opening scenes in the game too is the like the giant sacrifice ritual sacrifice happening on the fucking warship airplane remember that yes that was a good, just like, what's going on here? Yeah, what's happening? Why is it? And then the plane starts crashing out of the sky and comes back as a level in the game where you're playing on this. Uh, you go back to that plane a lot in this game. Yeah. Oh, I like this game. <laughs> this is a good game. You knew I'd like this game. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we uh, do out all this. Also meet Jean.
0: Yes. Who... The, like the foil,
1: saw her in the beginning of the game. She um, she knows Bayonetta. She has all of her memories. Yes. She's also working for the bad guys right now. We get my fave one of my favorite sequences in the game, as I described in the demo: fight for the Umbra Throne, where you also learn how to like moon jump.
0: Yeah, it gives you the tutorial for uh, walking on the walls.
1: Yeah, when the full moon's out, you can walk on walls, which is a cool little thing. Yeah, it comes up. I mean, it's not like a systemic thing where you can do it like. The clouds are going by at yeah. intervals. It's just like in certain sections. But I still like it when it happens and it changes the perspective. Yes. And it flips things around. It's and a that's, very fun concept. That
0: effect is cool. In the elevator, especially um, at the,
1: near the end. Yes. Very good. Every fight with Jean in this game is like what I want from action games. They all have amazing music. Yes. Like, every time. It's also different music every time. And it takes place
0: in a very cool theatrical setting where, yep. like, things are happening dynamically around
1: you. Oh, you're going to love Bayonetta 2 when you play it. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it, it, but the Jean fights are really good, especially the last one where you're fighting around with the missiles flying and everything, yeah! too. missiles. Riding oh. missiles,
0: hopping from missile to missile.
1: And she's, like, a white panther. Yes, I mean, because she's in her white outfit, <laughs> and then she lands and she's naked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs>
0: oh, if I were a teenager playing this game, I would—you'd be lost destroyed. My, I, my mind would have melted. <laughs> you, would, yeah, you would have been lost to society. <laughs> yeah, full degenerate Dale. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You need to enter your degenerate era. Oh, boy. Here
0: we go. I'm just going to start being sexy all the time.
1: No, degenerate. Sexy and just mean and evil. Evil. (laughs) A dirtbag. No, no. You need a dirtbag face. Oh, shit. You got the look. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I knew you'd start (laughs) spouting bullshit the moment I saw you. You got the look. You got the look. (laughs) God, I need a crossover between Bayonetta and Jack Chaos.
0: Just Jack Chaos. Give us Jack Chaos v. Bayonetta.
1: I think that's the only person that could romance her.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting theory. Unfortunate, You know, it's possible. In a multiverse, it could happen. Jean's stuff's great. I love Jean. Yes. <laughs> She's also... Not as, like, she doesn't remove her clothes like Bayonetta does, but she's also very sexy, too.
0: She is, yeah. She's got this uh, red, uh, but sometimes white. um,
1: It's kind of like a latex
0: suit. Yeah. Polyester, shoe sheening.
1: It also looks like a dress, kind of, too, especially the way she has the white scarf. Yeah. Or the white, like, flop. Not even a scarf. Muffler?
0: Maybe because it's just like the the wraparound, right? Yeah, it's
1: just the wraparound, and it's like some white minx or something. She, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, she probably looks, killed him herself. She probably killed the minx herself. Yeah, yeah. Um, she motorcycles.
0: Both of the women do. It's so it, good. It's time to go vroom. It's
1: time <laughs> to go vroom. <laughs> the lines are great. This is like a cheesy action movie in the best ways. In the best ways, it's taking the right like inclinations of just. Going for it. There's a scene where <laughs> this one giant angel is just talking to Bayonetta. Yeah. And she's just like, Well, I feel like a fucking celebrity yeah. around here. And a bus crashes in front of her. <laughs> and the angel thinks the bus crushed her and goes, Ha 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 ha, ha, ha. And she's just r- like flying, up, like riding another angel and just like, Ah, oh, I'm fine. Yep. It's just shit like that where. Bayonetta will be really cool and there'll be something that kind of deflates it, but she's still on top of it. Yeah. She's not owned. She's not owned. You're Never owned. owned. <laughs> she's never owned. And that's kind of like also the kink part of it too. If you technically play Bayonetta right, using which times to dodge enemies' attacks right before they hit you, you shouldn't be touched. Yeah.
0: You never get hit in this game you, if you do pure platinum.
1: Right. Bayonetta does not allow touch without her consent. That's true. And so, like, I think that's just, like, something interesting. And all the torture attacks, it must be said, which are special abilities, once you have a full bar of magic,
0: you can unleash the demonic, kinky hell. Yeah. It's and some... it starts out by just, like, stepping on people, which yep. is like, okay, that's still kinky. It's kinky. And then... Yeah. And then we ramp up oh, to, yeah. like, stretch racks, yep. uh, iron maidens, Yep. Uh, the torture horse the torture <laughs> horse uh, chainsaw chainsaw. Just you, one of them is just a chainsaw and you just, get to, you just get to keep the chainsaw you keep the chainsaw yeah it's
1: a free <laughs> chainsaw free chainsaw for you you just like, cut that angel in half yes. there's one thing I don't like about this game when um you do like big actions and it's like button prompt button prompt for the climax you uh, can never get the max amount yeah, I'm exhausted by the end of it it's impossible and Bayonetta 2 fixes that. There should be a push and hold. No, it, like, makes it so easy. You only have to press a few times, and it's max in Bayonetta 2. Oh. It's amazing. Very nice. I don't have to work as hard. It's (sighs) so good. Yeah,
0: whenever I was like, okay, here comes the finisher, I would, like, prep myself, and then get my pointer finger ready, and just go, as fast as I could. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: another part of the combat we should mention. Every, like, boss battle, every big angel fight, Bayonetta has a climax attack. Yes.
0: (laughs) Which is exactly as sexy as it sounds. Yeah,
1: it's where she will have the least amount of clothes because she'll just have, like, a wraparound that covers her nipples, that Mm -hmm. covers her vagina.
0: And she's got, like, sometimes this little V kind of, like, French bikini style connected kind of something. It's it's almost there. It's
1: a very horny game. It's...
0: Yes, it knows what it's going for. Right. And it gets there. And, and, she'll and summa- it got me there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she'll summon a giant monster, usually like this T-Rex thing. It's like a worm,
0: W-Y-R-M, yeah. worm thing with many teeth and gnashing claws. And, and then, it
1: roars like a T-Rex.
0: And then there was one that was like the sea spider that yes, crawled the and spider. ate a boat. It was so good. That sea
1: spider one's good, where this sp- like it just like makes a web in a whirlpool. Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i love that um and then there's the the big worm yrm that like uh, wraps the thing up and constricts it to yeah, death it
1: crushes it yep
0: so there's a bird a giant bird big raveny demon hell and just like Starts ripping apart. Oh, that one's good. And I liked the one. uh, My favorite was the volleyball finisher. I think (laughs) with the golem, where it's just like set spike serve miss miss,
1: and then beat the shit out of it with like a (laughs) punch rush. Punch rush. Yeah, (laughs) it's so good because the hand looked disappointed. Like, fuck. Oh man, we missed the spike. Now we gotta kill you. Now we just gotta punch it. Um, there's a question I have. Okay, can something be made with the male gaze so hard that it wraps around to being feminist?
0: Maybe. I That's, mean, not really. Not with this developer team, I don't think. Is Team Little Angel like run by well horny men or well clearly, <laughs> clearly this game has proven it's run by horny men. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs>
1: this is like it's. It sometimes feels gross, but a lot of times it doesn't. It just the way Bayonetta carries herself; her sexuality is just a part of her mm-hmm. in a way that I find is really good. It's not ashamed of itself. No, I think that's no, what. No, not in any way. If if it had like the kind of like oh we gotta like cut away, we can't linger too long on her being this nude.
0: Oh no, they don't at all. And they
1: don't. It would be bad. Yeah, it'd be bad because it'd be like oh we can't really show you. That's what. Bayonetta 3 does. Oh really? Yup, it's the de-sexifying of Bayonetta. Interesting. Interesting. And so it just it makes it just all weird then. It makes that one makes me feel gross. I'm like I feel like I shouldn't be enjoying this like, as much. Why am
0: I watching this? This is like Yeah. This is a private moment. Uh, Whereas Bayonetta's like, all right, now it's time to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full Norse, berserker, evil, <laughs>
1: demon, death. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. How did you like the escort missions with Cereza? Um, I didn't hate them,
0: but some of them went on for a little longer than I think I would have cared for.
1: Yeah, she's just a bit too slow. That was the biggest complaint. If she complaint. moved quicker, yeah. she'd be fine. Or if you could pick her up. Right. Yeah that would be good uh, but for the most part i never had an issue where she like like the barrier broke right she was never, never taken
0: happened. no no um just because we're good gamers we're just so good yeah <laughs> what was your highest rank what do you mean like trophy at the end of a? Uh, uh this is a question for the end of the podcast i guess but
1: oh like our total my total
0: yeah when you at the end of the splash screen what kind of trophy uh, silver silver nice what'd you get i should mention i did play on easy difficulty i
1: played on normal which is really hard
0: normal is tough. Normal's yeah. really
1: hard i'm not bad at bayonetta and i had a hard time
0: i should also say that i am aware that on easy difficulty there's an item in my inventory that makes it easier for me to string together combos that's still good that's fine i, I know that that was there it's fine i'm, I'm sure whatever if you want to get good me in the comments no, we, we don't have no that kind of no no down. no. We
1: don't want to cultivate that. <laughs> don't say shit to us.
0: Yeah, you can't <laughs> knock my confidence. Well, uh, yeah,
1: you're here to have fun and see the st- it's style. Guess
0: what? I had so much fun. It was so stylish. Um, but I did get one platinum trophy. Never a pure platinum.
1: Though. Nice. I've never gotten a pure. Oh, like ever.
0: No, I've never like
1: okay on a chapter. I would get a pure platinum, but never for but a but never
0: for a overall like whole mission
1: like for like a subsection like a verse
0: yeah for a verse that's the word right
1: because every every chapter is broken up by verses yeah so i
0: never got a chapter like a biblical passage (laughs) oh shit yeah (laughs) that's great come on catholic boy (laughs) i see it now (laughs) this is god's message to me it's time to be sexy
1: i do like how you if you don't look around you won't do all the fights and seeing all the fights you miss in the black yeah dots,
0: i found that to be interesting too there's there's some things that you can uh, avoid if you want to or yep. perhaps you need to go get everything you're one of the completionists it's there for you
1: yeah um so for the to kind of finish out the story we learned that the cereza that bayonet is escorting is like a Past version of herself,
0: yeah, the young uh version, right? With, like the purity and innocence of a child,
1: right? And the man that speaks to you is your father, Balder, who is the last of the sages that we see in the flashbacks, right? Because there are witches and sages, and they used to be in harmony until a war broke out, and almost all of them died except for except one of for each, one of each, yeah, or, and... well, two, I guess, for the witches.
0: Oh true. Yes. Because the umbra Right. Um, because Gene um, and Bayonetta. Yeah. yeah. Uh uh weird that Baldur is like a CEO?
1: Yeah, Balder's like uh, a CEO of some like faith based corporation. Some sort
0: of megalithic, yeah. <laughs> and um He's freaking Joel Austin. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's Joel Osteen, but, but who's ripped.
0: Yeah, surprisingly.
1: Like we don't see his abs per se, but like he's built. He's like lean and strong. Little beef boy. A little beef boy. <laughs> little beef boy. <laughs> yeah, that's how I describe Balder. <laughs> uh Balder has a fan of the opera mask.
0: It's pretty uh pretty nice and tropey.
1: <laughs> yep. And giant peacock wings, like in the back whenever he does his big angel moves. Yeah, that I was love so that good.
0: so much. Everything about the finale is flashy. Because the yep. finale essentially starts with the missiles. I I would say yeah
1: they are like you're riding missiles
0: riding missiles into this building you collide with the building and then you, like you're ascending the tower again. fight you, Jean again yep uh, you beat her you think she's dead uh, yeah you you think you killed her that's right yeah it's like fine finally I've beaten this person who's caused me so much strife but was my sister friend.
1: partner friend friend <laughs> slash lover friend slash lover so. Luca, not sister, no. Sister's are Not sister. Reading. So, like, Luca throughout the story is, like, kind of hitting on Bayonetta. But at every moment, Bayonetta just, <laughs> like, rejects him. There's, like, a point where he, like, reaches out to, like, catch her or something. And she just, like, flies right by him. <laughs> and it's really good. But she keeps using him, like, as a babysitter. Oh, yeah. For Cereza. Keep, keep watching Cereza.
0: Yep. Luca comes in kind of clutch at the end, doesn't yeah, he?
1: Yeah, kind of. But he does. Because he saves um, Cereza a ton. Yeah. Like, he, he's the reason why Cereza stays alive. Luca also wants to confront Boulder because throughout the course of the game, we learn Bayonetta didn't kill Luca's father. Angels did.
0: Angels did, and angels are here because of Balder,
1: right? And Balder like had Lucas' father killed because Lucas' father was onto stuff.
0: Yeah, like, hey, Balder's actually going to bring up about the end of the world with this right. eye shit. Yeah, maybe this is not good for the we the people.
1: Yeah, Balder has the left eye.
0: Yeah, and the right eye is, is Bayonetta. Bayonetta's. Yep, um, she just is the right eye. Right, it's well, not. She has it. Does she have it? Or yeah. does she be... Uh, oh, it, she was the carrier of the right... because the absorbs into her. And right. The be, right yeah.
1: eyes are the eye of darkness left by the witches. Yeah, yeah. Left eye, eye of, eye of light for the sages. We could be getting the left and right mixed up. Either way... Not important. Not important. One is the other. There's
0: no symbology. There's no right. symbolism. Right. Symbiosis. One side
1: has the light one. One side has the dark one. Yeah. The light one wanted both. Because they wanted to revive their creator. Jubilee And it's the specific creator of Paradiso itself. Yes. So it's not like the maker of everything, technically. No, no. It's but it the is architect of heaven. The maker of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> which is cool. So you just kill God, basically. Pretty much. Um, Bayonetta beats her father, who... Looks like he kills Luca, but he doesn't. He
0: doesn't. Everything's okay. Luca
1: always survives. Yeah, he's got he's that. He's resilient. got that cool grappling hook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't die if you have something like that. Right. You always catch yourself. Right. Bayonetta's like, yeah, I did it, and that like changes the timeline. Too, for some reason. So, somehow we go it's, back. It to... gets really weird. This is where the story. I just is like, all right. It's, I guess this is a happening. It, like Balder <laughs> getting his ass kicked by Bayonetta changes how the timeline works, and so now Bayonetta. Loses and is in the eye of the Jubilee of the statue.
0: Gene comes back.
1: Yeah, Gene comes back as the Jubilee statue is launched into space. The skyscraper turns into a rocket and launches. And you, yeah,
0: you, you're going to go reset the solar system, it seems like. Maybe yeah. even the universe itself.
1: And you get this great sequence where you play as Gene and you're like running up this rocket. Yes. Dodging debris right. left and right. Jumping right before it decouples each stage. Yes, that was so much fun. And you're in space, and you save... Jean, like, does everything to save Bayonetta. It's, like, kind of wild, like, how, like... there's Jean saves the world. Jean saves the world. This is where, like, the chemistry really sinks in for me, because, like, all the Jean stuff is, like, Bayonetta and her are constantly touching. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's, like, a lot of physical contact between them, where Luca doesn't have that at all with Nor nor does really anyone else. Nobody else. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Like, Cereza does, but child child right yeah
0: (laughs) two rules no children (laughs) Children. no crying children no crying babies and uh uh, what was it no crying babies and no spiders and the crying baby spider would be truly terrifying yes yes (laughs) (laughs) pain is so good yes she like
1: she plays (laughs) Sundari. Oh, to the to the nth degree. <laughs> but not with Jean. With Jean, her defenses are completely down at yeah, all times. Yeah. Jean's the only one that can get it one up on her. Jean's the only one that can save her. That's a really good and observation. And Bayonetta 2, Bayonetta's the only one that can save Jean.
0: Oh, the roles come back. Yeah. To the
1: reversal. Yep. They both save each other constantly. That's their story. Nice. nice. And I like that. Sorry. That's their story in Bayonetta 1 and 2. That's their story in Bayonetta
0: 1 and 2, which is where the series ends, as we all know. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that's where it ends.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then Bayonetta, you fight Jubileus. How was the Jubileus fight for you? It was okay. I don't want to say that I was tired by the end of it. Um, How was it getting sucked into the black hole? Did you never have that happen? I don't
0: think I ever got sucked into a it's black an hole. an insta-kill.
1: No, and no. it kept happening for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I did
0: like like going between the different like Jubileus would create the lava, and you have to go jump yeah. on the lava. And... You would
1: have like different areas of battle. Yeah, like the snow area. It, it, it was okay. It, it does go on a little too long. That's kind of how I felt too. It was, and it just feels like I feel like they don't have scale right because Jubileus is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard to navigate around in a sphere. Yeah, it's a weird battle. Yeah, but it was epic. But it, then, it was. Uh, epic. But then you summon Madam Butterfly, and she punches Jubileus. Yeah, it's and you have sick. to control Jubileus, dodging all the planets. Don't hit a planet. Don't hit a planet. Don't do
0: it. Did you hit a planet? I did once on accident. Yeah. Yeah. And I, she think went... I, ha- I think I. I think I hit
1: Neptune. Oh, nice. I um, the first time I've ever played, I hit Earth on purpose just oh, for fun. Sick. What happens? It's just the same thing that always happens. She uh, like there's... basically uses the planet as like a rope in a boxing Gets ring and rebounds. Up. Here we yeah. go. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was good. It's like wrestling.
1: But yeah, you punch her into the sun.
0: And then that's it. And well, she burns that's up to
1: Crisp. That's not it too though. What happens next is the statue is like falling and you have to break it with Jean. Oh yeah. And like you and Jean are like they go back to back again too and they're always beating the shit out of it. Beating the shit out of it and then beating the shit like stick with me. If you stick with me, we'll survive. Mm-hmm. re-entering atmosphere yeah and uh then we get a scene where uh enzo and Rodon are burying bayonetta again <laughs> well not again yeah. she was she was the nun the first time it was Rodon being buried i guess we didn't really know yeah but I, this time we do know it's there's, bayonetta there's being a, buried we know
0: it's bayonetta being buried but there's a white nun again
1: there is a white nun again Oh, it's Gene, and the angels are here, <laughs> and then Bayonetta comes and then out. Bayonetta's and Bayonetta's not dead. It's not <laughs> dead. <laughs> it's free. yeah. It's it's, it's fun. good.
0: And then the the end credits were interactive. I liked that. I liked yeah, that like yeah, like the
1: vignettes of like short battles. Yeah, and then we get treated to "Let's dance, boys." Oh fuck yeah! And Bayonetta just starts dancing.
0: Oh my god. My
1: question to you: Yes, <laughs>
0: per gamer law. Uh huh. Uh, as we all know, if you do better in a game, you get to see more nakedness of a girl at the end. <laughs> is there something to be no. pure platinum? Everything? No. <laughs> what about if you enter Justin Baker or whatever the freaking Metroid <laughs> thing
1: is? No, not that either. <laughs> Let's Dance Boys was pretty good. It's I good. Liked it. um, th- it's just disco music. It was a lot of fun. Yes, there's always a Let's Dance. Okay, okay. In every game. I don't hate the third one. <laughs> I'll even say that. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, how do you also feel about? Um, so we haven't talked about the music yet too much. The very specific thing that's very important about the music. Yeah, it's one of its themes: "Fly me to the moon." Yes great rendition very good rendition it's <laughs> yeah. such a good version
0: it's very it's it's sexy it's sultry yep um it's, it's like also a little
1: mysterious and poppy too yeah yeah the the there's a remix of fly me to the moon it's just so good which and is so
0: relevant because the moon controls your umbral powers what do
1: you want to know something I every do. bayonetta game has a remix of a moon's bass song oh is there blue moon nope bayonetta oh, 2 like moon river River wider than a mile. I'm you in style okay nice amazing that one's the best one bayonetta three um moonlight serenade I <laughs> do
0: Also really good. good. I love Glenn Miller.
1: Right. Um but this that version's also actually really good. I really like that version. Also very sexy. All of them are very sexy.
0: <laughs> Understandably so.
1: Um but also I really like its other main theme, Mysterious Destiny. It's the other vocal theme that plays when you're in combat with angels mostly
0: music's good i like music
1: <laughs> and the music in bay is great
0: it, it is it's very representative of a uh an epic kind of um moment in gothic history uh represented by uh the represented by kind of the obsession oh, with yeah memento mori and like sin and punishment that kind of thing
1: you you yeah that is true I, i'm sorry i was like at first i was like Where is he going with this? What's about to happen here? Sometimes
0: I start a sentence and I don't know where it goes and I just hope that I find it along the way.
1: That's that's just living life. Yep.
0: My notes ended at the motorcycle scene. (laughs) It's time to go through. It's time to go
1: through. <laughs>
0: That's such a good scene. It is. It was just oh. and it leads into this really fun highway bike moment. I don't care. It goes on care. for a little while. I know
1: it goes on for too long. That's the issue with some of these. Those gimmick moments. Gimmick go. moments.
0: I didn't like the artillery blasting one that where you're like I didn't like that one, one either. That I didn't
1: like the, the um the boat one either. Oh, that yeah, much or yeah. the not the boat but the piece of wood you're standing right. on.
0: Right, surfing and fighting the boss.
1: They actually kind of redo that in two. Oh, better? Better. Of course. The solution is make it shorter and make it more epic is really the solution. Good solution. Though I do like the part where you're in the whirlpool of that. Like, and you're going around. That part is good of that fight. I just don't like the intro part. Mm -hmm. That goes on forever. Do you have
0: any favorite lines? It's really hard to beat. Don't fuck with a witch.
1: Don't fuck with a witch is really good. It's. Uh her catchphrase, I think.
0: Yeah, it's, that's probably peak. It's time to go room. I think we've come to a lot of
1: here. One of my favorites is a Rodan one. There are some, there's a really bad one very early in the game that's so off-putting that Bayonetta does. Where she tries to speak like Ave. Oh, and says a really dumb, like oh, the street racist street statement. Lingo. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it's pretty racist too. It is. But that's the only instance, which is kind of wild. I mean, like Rodan kind of is low key that because the lineage Black exploitation. That's yeah, that's
0: where it comes from.
1: But I do love this line of his. The Book of Revelations is going to look like Mother Goose. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> it's <just> good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a fucking celebrity is another one of my favorites. It's yep. just, it's so good, that whole scene. Yeah. Favorite boss fight?
0: Um, the first time you fight the three-headed thing, the, like, the three-faced, with, like, the dragon that comes oh. out of its mouth.
1: Like, oh, the not the, the, the long tentacle. kind of tentacle thing. Yeah.
0: The first time you fight that was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed the running up the tentacle and dodging the, like, spirit attacks and then standing there and doing the epic, like, slice it in half. With, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, she acts energy. like she has claws. Yeah. It's so good.
1: I think my favorite is the balder fight. Okay. Uh, I, it's just, it's it feels nice. I love uh, yeah. the balder it's fight. It's a
0: good lead up to, like, the final boss. I mean. It's almost okay. a better final boss.
1: I do love the Gene fight, though. The battle for the Umbra Throne music is too good. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's very minimalistic too, compared to the rest of the game.
0: Has a more sense of urgency to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just playing in my head right now, and I'm just smiling. <laughs> so should we get into some questions? I think we probably said everything we can say about Bayonetta. Yeah, we have. Oh. No, wait. One sorry. more. One more. There's always one more. There's one more thing. Fuck Bayonetta 3 making Bayonetta 1 and 2 separate universes and not a continuation. It makes Weird. zero sense. I, I I started replaying some Bayonetta 2, watching some cutscenes, and I'm like, this game only makes sense if Bayonetta 1 has happened. What is going on here? Oh, man. <laughs> These can't be separate stories. No. Man. Anyways, questions? <laughs> Yeah. got two questions which is that's okay it happens it's gonna be a light question question episode yeah i could have probably prepared a quiz but that's too much work
0: yeah this will just be a light episode (laughs) this
1: will be this will be a light one so um first question comes from hilver always always a relief hilver thank you for asking questions thank you my question slash confession is despite really lucky, liking Devil May Cry, the game's style and the witch time mechanic, I have given up on playing through Bayonetta multiple times. What games that looked great on paper didn't hit for you? Centennial Case, I I still it. I should I should go back because I do still. It's not like try I... it and maybe not on a time frame.
0: Yeah, yeah, not when I'm like <laughs> I have to finish it in a month.
1: And feeling frustrated because you don't understand its logic, too. Which it has a weird logic. It has a
0: weird logic, yep. Man. When love dies. That's another one I should just play. Uh, And that's not one... I didn't, like, stop playing because I didn't like it. I just stopped playing because there's too many games.
1: Yeah. Is there one that you've played that you just didn't jive with and you tried multiple times, though?
0: Hmm...
2: Hmm.
1: I know there's games that I've done this for is the thing that yeah. bothers me yeah, uh satisfactory, okay, every
0: time I go back to that game, I just want to build a pretty factory, but then I remember that I get stressed out by not being efficient uh and like not maximizing the output of whatever and doing the math yeah, it's so much math i just don't I can't do it
1: uh I figured out mine moonlighter. Oh bummer. On paper. It sounds perfect for me. You run your own shop of items you gather.
0: From the dungeons you explore. From the
1: dungeons you explore. I keep picking it up multiple times and I just don't have fun. It's I kind don't of have chory. fun. It's not even It just feels so like you can manipulate it so easy. It's so easily like broken in a oh, way. Oh I never found that. It felt <sighs> chory to me. It's both. Yeah, it's both. I just it had, the dungeon crawling doesn't feel that great,
0: honestly. That was my biggest frustration too. The weapons weren't crispy; they weren't. They they, they felt too clunky be... and yeah. like I can't I can't effectively deal with some of the things here because maybe I'm johnzing this one.
1: But my thing is: is it meant to be that way? Oh no. But also, I should maybe be able to hire an adventurer to come with me or something. And they do more damage to me because that's their job. Didn't or it cuts. Kind of... I don't know. It, You know, maybe if I go back to it, I like it, but I think I kind of given up on it. I've tried so many times. Yeah. I've literally fallen asleep playing that game on my Switch. It's just so dull. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so dull.
0: I think I could probably also say, mm, I was going to say Minecraft, but that's not fair. I just can't play minecraft anymore because i played it for way too long in high school
1: yeah that's different because that's different yeah you were able to get into it
0: i've had my fun with Minecraft, (laughs) Uh, and i I am done i'm done um wow i had another good one i think transistor
2: oh i have tried
0: because Transistor is my jam with art style, with music. That game just drips style. It just but has the, no story. The combat is very
1: weird.
0: <laughs> oh. I it's, love the combat. I, I feel like if I spent some more time to learn it, I would have more fun with it. I could teach you. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm pretty good at it. But yeah,
0: it, I love the style and world of that game. But uh, It's kind
1: of like Phantom Brigade, actually, if you think about it that way. Okay. Where you plan out your actions
0: and slow down the yeah a little bit. You never want to
1: not do to slow down. You never want to do live.
0: Oh, oh, there's your issue. There's my big issue. There's (laughs)
1: your big issue. You you always want to stop time. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe I could get into (laughs) that. Maybe you could get into it now that you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's you can't play it like as if it's like an action like game. Okay. It's weird. Because it feels like you should be. It feels able like to. you should
0: be able to. Yeah, there. It, it's by right. that studio. It's by
1: the people who made Bastion. Yeah, Hades. Okay. Um, Cheery, my co-host on Snake Way, which everyone should listen to, is very fun. Shout out to Snake Way. Shout out to Snake Way. Dale, you should listen to it. I should. <laughs> best finisher. And so I want to go. What's the best finisher in Bayonetta for you?
0: For for me? Yeah. It was the it was the pain horse. I'm a straight male. It's really sexy.
1: Okay. Okay. Do you want to know what my uh, favorite finisher is? Yeah. For me, it For... was the pain horse. Okay. It's really good. So, to describe it, there's this angel character. The angel enemy. Hope. Hope. It concerns me that you're able to recall that one's name. Hey, it's the sexy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... <laughs> And so Hope, I'll be honest. Hope tri- like fights like Bayonetta too. very similarly. Yeah, very it's similar. one of the end game enemies. And they'll like have... another
0: reason too because I fight it near the end,
1: right? And also, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they also like have her weapons, Bayonetta's weapons. They'll like use swords or whips or stuff. It's mm-hmm. actually really mm-hmm. interesting. But if you do a torture attack on them, you summon a pain horse, a
0: medieval torture device, right? Which is, a like, angular, if you don't know what it is, it's just an angular box.
1: It's basically like an evil pentagon.
0: Yeah, it's just, just like a knife wedge.
1: Right, and, like, they would just have people sit on it.
0: Uh-huh, and, and split it... them in half slowly and they would die. Yep, miserable. M- miserably. So,
1: the angel likes it, though. <laughs> yeah, the angel's,
0: like, really into it. Uh, also, Bayonetta <laughs> ties her up uh, right. in, like, a Japanese uh, kink wrap. Yeah. Um, and we get this nice zoom in on the breasts as they jiggle. It's real wild. It's, it's so funny. It's in good taste. It's not. <laughs> it's really good, though. It's, it's like over peak the shamelessness. Yes.
1: It, it, it's wild. And then she explodes.
0: Explodes into a billion bits of gold. Because
1: she, like, orgasms, yeah, moan loudly. Comes too hard. Yeah. <laughs> comes into oblivion. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> it just happens. Jesus. And that's it for questions. Like we said, Light. Um, Dale, what are we playing next month?
0: Next month, we're playing a real fun one. A game that I've touched but never completed.
1: But never stoned. Uh, No, I've
0: never stoned it.
1: <laughs> This is uh, another of my touchstone game, Keeping Up My streak. Oh, I get it. Touch... Okay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Resident Evil 4. Resident... Just- e- Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Hold on. Resident
2: Evil 4. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I'm very excited for uh, finishing this game, because I've played it. I've played probably the first chapter. Of it maybe? yeah like up to when you get Ashley is that <laughs> second this is maybe the first beats of the second chapter, right, but that's it, uh uh, and then I just too many games, <laughs> also, I was a young teenager, and I think I got bogged down by the item system, uh which I am now more excited for than ever because it's a mini it's just a mini game, yeah, you just have fun with
1: puzzles, uh, just in time for the remake too, which I am currently playing actively actively. Are you- didn't I hear that you
0: um actually almost finished it?
1: No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no that was Bayonetta
0: 2. That, that was Bayonetta 2, it. I almost <laughs> finished. Yeah, that's better.
1: Yes, that's, yeah. I, yeah, it's going to be an interesting month because I'm also probably going to, to play Resident Evil 4 many different ways. Resident In- Evil 4. Like I said earlier, check out Snake Way. Imagine Snake Noises or something, or Dragon Ball Noises, or, yeah, that's, yeah, Noises like that. It's just Snake ASMR.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, But also
1: we have a bonus episode coming soon, if not out already, for Snake Way, we're uh, reoccurring guest star Jake McCaskill and I talk about season one of The Last of Us, a show that's so incredibly mid oh eh, that's fine okay it's the last of us whatever who cares the last of them pedro pascal is daddy that's really the takeaway takeaway <laughs> 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 Well, we knew that already we did know that yeah daddy's a state of mind you can give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. we would love that that
0: would be much appreciated support the cause if
1: you do a funny five-star review i will read it at this point haven't gotten one yet but the offer's out there yeah Try to be funny. Make fade and say words. <laughs> words, words, words. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's time to go eat some pizza.
1: Oh fuck, I'm so hungry. Are we ready to get out of here? Yeah. Okay, let's wrap go. it up,
0: fam. Uh,
1: see you next month. Yeah, that's right. that to. should be our sign up, right? See you next month. I'd see love you... to. Well, I mean, just like see you next. Yeah, like in general, because that's we're monthly. That's yeah, talk to you next month. Like all good things are monthly. <laughs>
0: Mumbling mice go making midnight midnight music music by the the moonlight. Mighty
2: (laughs) nice.
0: Oh, choir.
1: Oh, (laughs) musical theater. Yeah.